Welcome to another episode of the Short, Pale, and Handsome Podcast. I'm your boy, Lloyd Lee. Uh, today is Monday, February 25th. February is done and over with. Three more days and we're done. We are done February. We are on to March. March. Ides of March, St. Patty's Day. Uh, I hope all is well. How are you? How's your ma? Today, uh, I got a lot to talk about. I skipped last week. Um, first of all, first and foremost, I want to give a shout out to uh, Brody Stevens, who took his life, passed away. Uh, that kind of messed me up for the last couple of days. I found out on Friday, uh, Brody, if you're not familiar with comedy, he is uh, probably an original. There's, uh, there's none like him. There will never be any more after him. There'll be a lot of replications, but there'll never be another Brody Stevens. And uh, if you're curious what the hashtag 818 or push positive or enjoy it, you know, that was, uh, that was all Brody Stevens. He was a... Uh, uh, when I first started doing comedy, he uh, had nothing but great things to say to me. Uh, great words of wisdom, and uh, although he he never really ever remembered my name, he never pretended that he did, <laughs> and uh, he never, uh, but never forgot, never forgot the things that he said the last time we talked. So, uh, you know, it, it hurt my heart when I found out that he passed, and uh, it hurt my heart to know that uh, he was hurting that much. I mean, it wasn't, uh, it. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, Yeah, that's how I feel right now. So shout-outs to anybody that's uh, going through some things, and uh, shout-out to everybody that uh, is in the struggle. If you know somebody, if you are somebody, uh, reach out. You know, if you know somebody, reach out, because you never know. Um, But uh, not to to start this podcast on a a sad note, I want to celebrate his life and uh, push positive, enjoy it, 818 till I die. Shout out to Brody Stevens. And uh, do yourself a favor. If you're in the LA area, they are doing a uh, Friends of Brody Stevens Festival. Definitely check that out. All the proceeds go to uh, Brody and his family. Um, if uh, you're not familiar with Brody Stevens, look him up. He's definitely enjoyable. Like I said, one of the originals. Okay. Uh, moving forward, I just... Uh, you know, I, I had a I had a show at the DC Improv at a few hours after I found out about Brody Stevens, and that kind of threw me off. Uh, but it was a sellout crowd in the lounge. We were we were going uh, a B side to Ali Sadiq. Ali Sadiq was in the building. Uh, he is a monster. I could hear laughs from the other side. Uh, we we're across the the building, right? We're on the other side of the building. We're in a different room. And uh, I could hear the laughs coming from the other side. So uh, you know, you know you're, you're <laughs> you know you're great when uh, the guys on the B side of the show is uh, hearing your laughs from the other side. So uh, shout out to Ali Sadiq. I got to hang out with uh, with Alec Thomas, um, Thomas, excuse me, and uh, Tony Woods and Shivitz and. Uh, and my man Eddie Bryant, and that was always cool. There's a picture of us on our Instagram, uh, just hanging out. It was great to be like the young guy, 
the fly on the wall, just watching old school cats go at it and have fun. And when there's no crowd, there's nobody watching, just having a great conversation. You know, it, it felt like uh, it felt like the comedy store back bar, the comedy store in the uh, the smoking area. And, but it wasn't. It was in the DC Improv. So shout out to Eddie Bryan, Alex Thomas, uh, Ed, uh, Tony Woods, and uh, Shivitz. Shout out to Ali Sadiq, and shout out to uh, uh, Antoine. So if you guys are familiar with the podcast, uh, normally it's just audio, but this is the first time I'm doing some video as well. And uh, you could definitely check it out in the next couple of days on my YouTube. I plan on doing this basically every single time, give you guys a little bit of audio a little bit of video, give you some audio and video, whatever you're off, whatever, you know, whatever it is that you want. And uh, uh, I'm, I'm dedicated. I'm dedicated to do more things, uh, get outside of my comfort zone. Normally, if you listen to episodes past, I'm in my PJs, uh, the best case scenario. And now, if you're only listening, I am fully dressed. I'm wearing shoes in the house. I'm sitting on a red bean bag because that is how we do it. I have a a nice Indonesian wooden chair that I was going to sit in, very throne-like, but it's old. It's antique, and uh, we don't really sit in it. We usually just put stuff on it. You know, we all have that. Um, it's a couch or it's a chair, or in your case, it might be a bench press, but uh, it's a nice Indonesian chair, and I sat in it for the first time in a while. And uh, just the webbing, the bamboo webbing, just went, and I was like, oh, got to get out. So I got out and uh, I pulled the red bean bag out of the corner. This is where I bought a bean bag thinking that I would sit on the patio and read. And uh, I don't sit on the patio and I don't read. So uh, I guess I'm just going to do my podcast out of it. Yeah, I think that's what's going to work. Until uh, to you guys flame me enough online about how I'm I'm a goddamn adult sitting in a goddamn red bean bag, yeah. What are you gonna do? So uh, definitely check me out. It's uh, YouTube Loyly Comedy. Uh, that is basically where you can find me on everything. Loyly Comedy across all of your social media. Uh, but let's uh, let's let's get into it now that I got all of those announcements out of the way. Uh, what, what, what do we want to talk about? Um, let's start off with uh, how I fucked up this week. I fucked up. I fucked up, and uh, I'll be real. Like I, I probably could have handled the situation better. I probably could have dealt with things better, but I didn't. So, um, you know, that's where the story is going to begin. So I will take some responsibility about how I handled myself. But unfortunately, I think uh, it takes two to tango. Uh, the other person definitely didn't handle himself well whatsoever. So let's get into the story. I uh, I got hit up online uh, on, uh, on Instagram. Somebody slid in my DMs and was like, hey, I would like to get you on a show. And uh, I checked out the page. And uh, it was uh, right down the street from my house. It was on an off night. And uh, I didn't really see any problem with it. Hey, you know, if I could walk to this place and I can get my set in. As a comic, you just want to get your set in, right? It doesn't matter. A set is a set is a set a lot of times, especially if it's on the off week or on an off night. 
Um, especially if it's on an off night and you don't have to go far. Like if I'm not trying to get a set in like an hour, an hour's drive. So I figure, Hey, let me just go handle my things. I don't really have much going on. Let me go do it. So I hit him up. No problem. And, uh, we confirmed the details, but I didn't ask, I didn't ask, Hey, uh, what's your budget? Are you charging at the door? Uh, I didn't ask any of these things. I kind of just, it just blanked. I I quickly looked at the flyer. I didn't see anything. Um, I didn't see anything that would throw up red flags. A couple of people I know uh, were on the show prior, you know, and then um, he asked me for a headshot, send a headshot. Next day, he sends me uh, a flyer with my face on it. And uh, underneath my face, it said $10 at the door. And I go, huh? So I text him. And I should have asked before. It's like, hey, are you charging at the door? Am I getting paid? So I text him, hey, am I getting paid for this gig? And uh, he, he straight up says no. And then a brief moment, I thought about it. I was like, oh, uh, well, what difference does it make? It's down the street from my house, whatever, whatever. Maybe I'll just, uh, I'll just suck it up because, not because I want to do it for free, Let's get this be very clear. I wanted to do it because I said I was going to do it and I didn't ask the questions that I was supposed to ask prior before me agreeing. So I said, uh, okay, hey, am I getting paid for this spot? No. Okay. And then, um, and that's it. A minute goes by. Then he texts me something crazy like, uh, you know, uh, this will be good exposure for you and, uh, Hold on, let me see if I can't get the the actual wording because God forbid I fuck up this story. Uh, he goes, um, let's see, let's see, where is it? Okay. Um, uh, okay, so I, <laughs> sorry. Uh, am I getting paid for the spot? No, okay. And then I was just gonna go, eh, Fuck it, just I'll go. And I didn't say anything. A minute, literally like two minutes, a beat passes, and it goes, I'll introduce you to a new audience. A few people will start following you on IG and Facebook. The next time I announce you're performing, I expect some ticket sales based on name recognition. And red flag right off the bat. Like if the first thing you're gonna say, if you didn't say anything, I probably would have just showed up, right? But you're like, hey, I'll pay you an exposure, which is a red flag to me. I don't like it when people say, hey, I'll pay you an exposure. Uh, I go to his Facebook page and it's like 125 followers, which don't get me wrong. Uh, that just because your followers, whatever your number is, doesn't mean that you actually have that. It doesn't actually represent anything. Right. So at first thought I was like, eh, uh, you're promising something that you don't even have. You're promising something in that just made me go, okay, hey, cancel me for Thursday. Um, I thought about it for a day and it just sat with me the wrong way. It's like, don't promise me exposure. You can't pay me exposure. Don't pay me. Don't pay me. Don't pay me an exposure. Easy as that. And then the, so I text him the next day in the morning, go cancel me for Thursday. Thanks. Period. That's it. He goes, damn, what happened? I go, charging at the door and paying comics and exposure is not the look, period. That's all I said. And that was like, basically for me, I'm not doing it because paying me an exposure is not what I'm about. 
Okay. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying every. This is every circumstance, every situation, everything. Um, there are there are gigs that I do for free. There's gigs that I do for exposure. There's gigs. Uh, you know, you got to look at everything uh, on a base by base, turn by turn. Um, you know, as it comes up, you can't just broad stroke it. So I thought about it. I said cancel it. Don't charge if you're charging at the door and paying comics and exposure is not the look. And then then he goes off on this crazy tirade about like, do you think I'm making a profit? I'm eight hundred dollars. Uh, I'm eight hundred dollars already in the hole. And um, it, but the thing that stuck out was like every single comic who was getting paid this week did a free spot first. Now if he said that at the beginning, as opposed to saying exposure, I probably would have been like, yeah, that makes sense because that's how business is done. If you're charging at the door and I ask you about that and you go, yeah, I'll pay you an exposure. You should have just went straight up like, yeah, let me see you first. I don't know you. Let me, you know, do a set, see if and I'll bring you back. Whatever. That's the way it works. But he went straight off with red flags, exposure. I was like, nah, I'm good. And then, um, you know, he tried to legitimize himself and like, um, I don't want to tell you I'm going to pay you and not pay you. I'm already in the hole. Um, you know, every comic, uh, every comic that's come hasn't bought anybody. And then he shows me a picture of his Eventbrite page where it shows that he's only sold two tickets. And he goes, see how many tickets uh, I have sold for this event? I took the screenshot a few seconds ago. My mother and my father. How many tickets sold when I announced you were performing? Not one. Okay, great. But how are you going to promise me exposure if all it is is just your mom and your dad showing up? Like, this doesn't make any sense. You're going to pay me an exposure... To your parents? To your family? Invite me to a fucking barbecue? Is that what's going on? And then he shows me a picture of like uh, like flyers, right? Just stacks of flyers that he made that I'm assuming I'm not going to go in there and read it, but it looks like it's, yeah, it's like comedy show, uh, whatever. And he goes, so and he shows me a picture, right? So then he goes on to say, so if on Thursday, 50 people show up to see your set. It's because I spent the week walking around, passing out flyers and barking for you. And you got to go, well, technically, if people showed up because you barked, just because you barked and they're paying $10 at the door, I'm not getting paid any of this. You're still promising potential exposure. That doesn't make any sense. So, after that, literally, I didn't. I hadn't responded in like four or five texts. He sent me the picture, you know, explained himself, sent the pictures. I go, great. So it's settled, question mark. I get it. Keep doing your thing. Now, I'm not here to like tell you that your business practices are wrong. I'm telling you what I'm willing to endure, right? I'm not willing to endure this. I try to be as civil as possible. Go, great. We're on the same page. I'm not showing up. Keep on doing your thing. I'm not here to tell you. Oh, you can't do this. I'm telling you, I'm not doing it, period. So then he goes like, absolutely, but you need to be clear before I see you somewhere. You need to be clear before I see you somewhere. You accused me of something nasty. You implied I pimped my colleagues. You made an assumption and did something disrespectful. You dropped off my show and left me hanging a day before the show and imply I'm a creep, question mark? You don't want me to meet you at a show and address this in person. Your best bet is to apologize for disrespecting me. Let me repeat that, people. You don't want me to meet you at a show and address this in person. 
you best bet your best bet is to apologize for disrespecting me. And then I, you know, it's like you go, just gonna run me my fade in public. You go tell me like, oh my god, you gonna run up on me. All I do is hang out at comedy shows. Like I put my schedule on Facebook. I put my schedule online. Like this, I'm not hiding from nobody. I'm telling you, this is where I'm gonna be. You want to come up and roll up on me and say, "Hey, you disrespected me in front of comics." All you gotta do is explain that you pay people an exposure for your mom and your dad, and you go, you go run me my fade for your poor business practices. So I said, I don't need to be clear. I don't need to be anything. Before you see me somewhere, question mark, like you going to run me my fade. I didn't apply anything. I said, you're charging at the door and paying an exposure, which is exactly what you proposed. I said, that wasn't the look. If you find the facts disrespectful, then maybe your business model is disrespectful. That's all I put. He didn't respond back. So, you know, like a... Pro- Cosmic professional that I am, I go on the Facebook, uh, no, I go on his uh, Instagram where he posts a picture of, uh, of you know, the flyer, and I go, uh, nothing, super respectful, I just said, hey guys, I'm unable to attend as scheduled, period, sorry, period, that's it, excuse me, that's all I put, and then he responds back to me like, I don't even, I, I, you know, man, people, I don't even know why I went this far. But, like, I'm a constant professional. I don't know what his reach is. Apparently, he's paying an exposure, so he must have some people looking at his page. 124 followers. He had, like, 10 likes on, on, the, on, on his uh, flyer. So, I don't know. The 10 people, they might expect what's on the flyer. So, I'll go, hey, hey, y'all, sorry. I can't, uh, I'm not going to be able to make the show as scheduled. Sorry. And then he responds back to me as, don't worry, they weren't coming to see you anyways. And he hit me with the shrug emotion, emoji, right? He goes, I'm sorry, they're going to see you anyways. So I go, well, tell your mom and dad I'm sorry nonetheless. And then he took the picture down. So uh, apparently there's so much drama in this comedy game, people try to run people's faith for not showing up to a comedy show. Like, I don't think... Um, he understands what pimping means because technically that is exactly what pimping is. Uh, you not paying somebody for the work they're doing, that is technically pimping. You know, uh, I've never in my life, in my career, been, uh, been a, what do you call it? Uh, uh, I've never been... Um, threatened that's the word Lloyd. i've never been threatened to show up at a show like if you don't show up to my show i'm gonna beat you up i want you my show so bad i'm gonna run you your fate catch these hands catch these hands so uh you know i thought it was interesting i just think that you know there's so many there's so many lanes and there's so many levels of this game uh and i'm just scraping the surface i think that with my experiences, like those bringer shows where it's like, yeah, I'll give you five minutes if you bring five people. Um, you know, that business, that business model has been around forever. It's never not gonna end. And you know, this, uh, paying people for, for exposure thing is always going to be a thing. And you know, there's going to be comics that need it. There's going to be times where I need it. I don't need it right now. You know, I don't need to be at an Ethiopian restaurant four blocks from my house uh, for exposure. I don't. Um, 
And, you know, you go, well, well, you don't know who's in the crowd. You're right. You're right. But, you know, sometimes you got to draw the line, people. If you own your own business, you can't go do everything. You got to pick your battles. You can't just go, oh, I'm just going to do everything. I'm going to just put out all the ads on all the newspapers. I'm going to put out all of the ads on all of the radio stations. Like, you can't just say you're just going to do whatever uh, or everything. So uh, that's that's – and I try to be respectful. And I know I've been in this game long enough to know, like, people who run shady business practices, uh, they either don't know or they don't care. And I'm not here trying to figure out which one's which. I'm just out here trying to do me. And I'm doing it for the culture. So I said no because it's not for me and it's not for the culture. You know, um, sure. I, you know, uh, that bothered me. That bothered me. And, you know, uh, I, I screenshotted it, of course. And I think that when you went, like, the thing is, people, when you threaten somebody, like, now you have to, like, follow them around for the next couple weeks. To make sure that they don't get beat up for any reason. See, if I just randomly got attacked in the street, if I randomly got robbed, if I randomly anything, and then I call the cops, they show up, the first thing that a detective is going to ask, according to uh, Law and & Order and Law and & Order SVU and NCIS, all of them, they're going to sell you, they're going to ask you, uh, do you have any enemies? That's the first thing they're going to ask. And you know, you know what, officer, detective, that's funny that you should ask. I've got all of these text messages. So I think that once you threaten somebody, you have to, like, protect them, too, at the same time. Like, if you go threaten somebody and not beat them up, you got to protect them. You got to make sure that, that your name don't get called out. Because, like, I tell you I don't, I'm not a snitch, but I'll snitch. <laughs> like, if I get my shit punched in, I'm dropping dimes. I don't even care. I don't even care. Like, do I have any known enemies? I do, actually. I have threats. I'm so sincere. Threats. So uh, that's, that's what happened so far. Um, what else? What else? So my cousin moved to town. Uh, shout out to Cousin Paul. He uh, he's in town. He uh, moved here with his uh, girlfriend of seventeen years, his life partner, and it's beautiful. They uh, they don't plan on getting married, according to him. Maybe I shouldn't be putting this out on my podcast, but you know, and they're happy. Whatever it is, they seem happy, and you know, they're a little bit older than I am, and they just they're just happy. They're like, it, it, this is this is what this is. Like, it doesn't have to be anything we don't want it to be. And I was like, that's beautiful because. You know, after 17 years, you would think like they're going to get married or um, maybe kids or, or adopt a pet. But, you know, it was, it's always good to be around family, the family you like, the family that you that like you, the family that uh, that understand you and the family that you understand. And I think that's uh, super important. So he's in town. He's going to be here permanently. Uh, so I got a good old Boston drinking buddy. And uh, I helped him move. And, uh, you know, first, I usually have a, I'm not going to help you move and I'm not dropping you off at the, airplane, at the airport policy. No moving, no airport driving policy. That's how I live my life. But he hit me up. It was like, hey, um, no pressure. And normally that's how you open it. Like, hey, no pressure. 
Um, and I feel like that's what got me, right? He goes, no pressure. Uh, we're, we're, we're driving in on Monday. Can you help us out? Can you help move? I go, you know what? I got a, I got a gig I got to go to uh, after um, I could help you. Like I got a meeting in the morning and I got a gig after. So this is what I can do. I could basically give you 2.30 to like 5.30. If the truck's there, I'll help you unpack it. And uh, because he's my cousin, you know, and I, I think that sometimes if you have no other family, he's got no family out here. I'm the only family. He's the only family I got out here. So I said, uh, you know what? I'll, I'll give you a couple hours. So I'll give you a couple hours. But if you're just like, hey, I'm too cheap to buy moving. Uh, I'm, too, I'm, uh, I'm too cheap to buy movers. Then, you know, go fuck yourself. Hey, I'm too cheap to spend a $25, $30 Uber ride to the airport. But I want to inconvenience you for at least two hours out of your day. Um, Go fuck yourself. I don't... Uh, if you don't value... My time as a person uh, over your $30 Uber ride, if you think that I get paid less than $15 an hour, you can go fuck yourself. You are now put our friendship in jeopardy. Um, I think, uh, so I helped him out, helped him move, went to the gig, and uh, it, it, was a, it, it was like a, uh, it was a gig, eh, corporate gig. Hosting, you know, hosting a little event. And it's funny because um, I could see this guy. Uh, I saw this guy, he Indian guy. He um, he recognized me. He's like, oh, hey, it's been three years. I finally get to meet you. And I'm like, what? And he goes, yeah, three years. We live in the same building. And he, he, he rattled off the building, the address. I go, oh, oh, you live in my building. Yeah, we've, we've like talked a couple times in passing. We finally get to meet you. This is great. And I felt bad because I didn't recognize him. And if you've listened to this podcast before, you know that I feel like I'm pretty good at recognizing faces. I might not know who you are. I might not know where I know you from or I'm for sure not going to remember your name. But I'm good at that pass or fail. I know you. I don't know you. That's it. I recognize you. I don't recognize you. I'm really good at that game. And I'm like 95% uh, 95% of the time, I'm always like, I do know you. We know each other. We've met somewhere. Uh, this was one of the 5%. He was like, you know, just, I can't. It's been three years. We've been living the building three years. You've been living the building three years. Um, we finally get to meet, finally get to talk. And I was like, I don't know you. And then I felt bad. And he was like really, really good sport about it. And I think last the last podcast I was talking about how somebody rolled up on me at a bar and she was like talking how uh, like very familiar with me and I felt bad because I didn't recognize her and she let me off the hook. I was like, oh, you know, um, I saw you on one of your shows. And this guy was like, he was kind enough to finally let me off the hook. He was like, oh, no, we met. So it was, it was good. Uh, to go out and be recognized, not for my comedy, but recognized as a, as a person. Uh, it was, it was funny because, um, you know, I live in a big building. I live in like a 16th, 17th, a 17th floor building. And there's probably, I don't know what, a thousand mathematically, 1200, uh, 1200 apartments. So there's probably about 
700, 800 people in here that I don't recognize. And uh, the fact that he recognized me, he's really, really nice about it. Made me feel good. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that story went nowhere. You're absolutely right. You're like, where's the story going? He's like, I don't know. Uh, I felt like I had a, a bigger punchline and a bigger end to that story. I didn't. I didn't. Um, but uh, what else is going on in my life? Uh, the elevators in my building have been pretty broken. And that was one of the things that we talked about was uh, we've got four elevators in the building. Uh, only two of them work most of the time. And then the other two, one for sure broke, out of order. Big Bang Theory, like out of order. It's been out of order for months. And uh, one of, the, well, one of uh, the buttons, the, um, it's like worn down. The, the close the button is like worn down. And so on the way back uh, the other day, uh, back to my apartment, uh, I'm standing in the lobby waiting for the elevator. And this has a button that's got a light inside of it. And then the ring around it is lit. So when you press it, both lights pop up. So you got a ring and a button, like a light in the middle. So I pressed it. I'm waiting. Uh, It's taking forever because there's only two that are working. And uh, this girl comes up. And she looks at the button, and then she presses it again. And you go, yeah, that made worlds of difference, people. And then, like, she looks at it, and then she presses it again. But this time, this time, like, she presses it once the first time, and then she presses it, like, click, 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 click. Maybe she had a poop. I don't know. But I don't think people, I don't think that's going to make a difference. And then when you get into the elevator, you could tell that the close the door uh, button is worn down, right? It's just like, it's, everything looks pristine except for that it's like somebody was just shoving their fucking thumb into it. And that's how I know I'm in a building full of assholes. Maybe not the Indian guy that I met, but generally it's like, why do you need to close the door that badly? Do you realize that the doors aren't even open for like five seconds, but you need to shave two seconds off because uh, you're, (laughs) I got to close the door. Click, 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 that doesn't make a difference. People, it doesn't make a difference. Like it's, it's five seconds. That's it. Tops, tops. Like I bet you half the buttons don't even work. Half the close, like why do you need to close the door? Is it just, oh my God, so much traffic in here. I got to close the button. Uh, people are weird, man. People are weird. I don't even know why I'm going on a tirade over uh, people being monsters because uh, we already knew that. If you're friends of the podcast, you've already known that. Uh, what else do I got going on? Uh, again, two stories. I'm finishing strong. Two stories. No point. I get it. It's fine. Um, I'm not used to looking at myself in the camera. I am looking at a camera. I see myself and it's confusing me because it's like a mirror. I guess it is a mirror. Um, But yeah, definitely check that out. YouTube.com. I don't know. Maybe I'll have pictures or something. Uh, That's what I intend to. It does. It is going to take me a little while. 
this comes out on Monday night-ish. And then hopefully the uh, video will come out on Tuesday. Who knows? Who knows? I have not figured out the cadence for running my own business of having a podcast. But uh, hey, be on the lookout. Uh, my Etsy store, my merch store will be up. I will have, uh, if you're listening, you will not be able to see me petting my chest because I'm wearing one of my T-shirts. If you're the video, uh, I'm wearing one of my shirts. Uh, that will be on my Etsy store. That should be up and running. But you can always uh, check me out, loyallycomedy.com. You can sign up for my newsletter. That will be a thing. Uh, I will start emailing people or everybody, right? Not just individually, about all the updates like my Patreon account that I've been talking about forever, my Etsy store for merch uh, that I've been basically talking about forever, and uh, all the latest and greatest news. You can check me out, uh, Loyally Comedy, across all your social media pages uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever you're into, I am probably there under L O Y L E E comedy. Uh, 30 minutes is just not enough anymore. I feel like I could probably do more. We could talk about cooking. We could talk about comedy. We could talk about video editing, which I do not look forward to video editing any of this. I'm not, I've said it before, people. I'm not, well, I don't want to be the best podcaster. I don't want to be the best vlogger. I don't want to be the, I just want to be really, really good at comedy enough to where I can come to your city and you're like, you know what? Let's go get a babysitter. Let's go get some drinks. Let's get a nice little pasta seafood dinner and let's go see Lloyd Lee do some fucking comedy. Like that's how good I want to be. That's it. That's it. Do I want to do Madison Square Garden? Sure. But I want to come to your comedy club. I want to go to your VFW. I want to go to your Mason's Lodge and do comedy with a pasta dinner. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, people. Uh, that's all I got. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I talked about that. Talked about Etsy. Talked about merch. Uh, oh, I'm wearing the hat too. Look at this. Oh, you can't hear. If you're listening, you can't see it. But I'm wearing a hat and a shirt now that I'm thinking about it. Uh, I am long overdue for a haircut. I don't know what my hair wants to do. Uh, at this point, I'm just dragging along to the 35-minute mark. So, uh, Loyally Comedy, please rate this wherever you found it. Stitcher, Podcast Addict, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, wherever. Five stars, preferably. One star, I get it. Let me know. Let me know what you think, and I will be more than happy to try to be a better podcaster just for you. If you want to dedicate 30, almost five sec, 35 minutes of your life, I want to give you the best 35 minutes that I can. Okay, people. I love you. Check me out. Follow me. Uh, share this, I guess. Uh, yeah. I love you very much. Okay. Bye-bye.